0: I'm going to I'm gonna give my two now. Here's to the good times and stay off the – Deep cuts. Is that the one Here, that's like, why here's don't you stay? I don't know what you're saying. I don't think like. so. No, no. That's not uh,
1: how does theirs go, Colin? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was a cover, I think. Oh,
1: that's, that's, that's Reba Nettles. That's that's Nettles. I don't think it's In Reba, Reba Nettles. It, it ain't right Reba is.
3: Nettles. Sugar land. Uh, Hey, you got that crispy mic going, Colin. Welcome to episode number fifty-seven of the Power Five podcast. On this episode, we go back to the well once again as we bring out our fifth edition of hot takes. Joining me, as always, is Brant, Christian, and Colin, Fellas, Who is bringing some bowling hot takes tonight? Anybody got some bowling hot ones?
2: Oh yeah, Colin does. I can tell they're they're coming in hot tonight.
0: I mean, we'll <laughs> we'll see how hot the takes actually are, but
2: come in late and unprepared colin that's what it's all about baby you're yeah, a you classic class act yeah.
3: listen we do you think it, i was baby. prepared do you think i was prepared when christian put me on the spot to do macho man randy savage no you just do it son just whatever just comes roll. to the you top of the mind it just it. rolls off the tongue baby that's right it's just like singing too when we ask you colin we just need you to do it one time
2: <laughs> we might it's get not, it tonight not gonna happen all right, let's can I say something, Kevin? Yes. You gotta be honest. Okay. Like when you said last week, could you imagine us ever getting this many episodes? You know that you're hitting it big when you're on number five hot takes, man. <laughs> like this is big time, brother. <laughs> like we're we're peeking right now hard. Hey, it's Brandt's fault. And I'm and we'll get to that hot
3: take, I'm sure. I just couldn't believe what I was hearing, really. All right. But All right. hey, yeah. it's coming.
2: Fair enough. That's Fair right. enough.
3: But while we're on music. And Colin singing, you know, last week Colin had a very, very bold stance on Strawberry Wine, Dina Carter, ranked at number three in his love songs, whatever. Hey, throw it in there. It's a good song. It's a good song. But then out of nowhere, he says, not only is it a top five love song of all time, it's a top 25 country music song of all time. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. And he's like, I want a poll. I want a poll. All right. So we throw throw the poll out there on Twitter, not that the polls get like some crazy number of votes. But out of the number of votes that we got, which was 43 and we all agreed not to vote out of the votes that we got, 55 percent voted yes, it is a top 25 country song of all time. 45% 45% said, no, it's not a top 25 country song of all time. I was shocked by the vote. I don't know if Collins has got a bunch of burner accounts. Brant's got a bunch of burner accounts. I don't know how that happened, but <laughs> hey, Collins. I think it's
1: the other way around. It was closer because you lobbied votes for no.
0: Yes, which you have a history of doing. Right, That's, fake history. That's fake news. That's fake news.
1: I, I heard that sure. he
2: lined up all the substitute teachers, the janitors, the lunch yeah. ladies, like, oh, pretty no. much the whole superintendents.
3: Hey. <laughs> I will say, I will say that it was discussed at work that day. None of my people vote. None of my people at least are on Twitter with the exception of maybe a couple, you know, I mean, most everybody's on Facebook or Instagram Brandt, I'm assuming you did not put the poll out on Instagram, but In the just little conversation poll that we had, I would say it was pretty heavily slanted. No, it's not a top 25. Most people said, oh, it's a good song. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Not a top 25 of all time. Hey, but
2: when you asked your father, Randy Travis, what did he say? Did he say, you betcha, Sally, baby.
3: Yeah, Randy was a little he taken would have said aback amen. by this. Come on. <laughs> Randy was a little taken aback by this and he actually called Colin out on this. I don't know if you remember this Colin, but you you ranked Dina number 3. You ranked Randy Travis forever and ever amen number 2. However, when I asked you where does Dina stack up against Forever and Ever Amen, Brant comes in and says it's better. It's better. It's going to rank higher than forever and ever. Amen. And then you follow that up. So is that true? You stand by that? Even though you rank forever and ever and amen higher than Dina, you
1: said it the other way. Can't both things be true though?
0: I think they could be. I, in full transparency, like I didn't recall that saying that. Um, But I mean, if I did, the tape, the tape shows it all on it. Um,
2: Check the tape Ramona.
0: I think it is possible that they're, that they're both True. (laughs) In the sense that, right. I don't know. I, th- I think it's possible. All right. All right. I mean, but I'd like to get it's back to this fact. It's possible
1: that it's a better love song.
0: I'd like to get back to this fact. I mean, 55% of people said it's a top 25 song. That means you've either got the top 25 spots or the field. And 55% believe it's top 25. I wish we could get WESC to poll that question. You're losing that. I'm just telling you. You're you're clearly. <laughs> I, I would argue it's higher than 55% yeah. if WSC pulls it. Let it me ask you a question,
2: Colin. Is that a barbecue stain on your white t shirt? It very well may be. That's what I thought. <laughs> did you,
0: hey, did y'all watch the Super Bowl? All out. Yeah, I
3: watched the Super it. Bowl.
2: Yeah. Yeah. How about that Rams team? There's something about them. Matthew Stafford. He's just a bona fide winner. You know, it's all he does no look passes he didn't win the mvp cooper cup what a great story i mean i was pulling for the Bengals though joe shiesty t higgins a couple tds nice game nice little game kevin do you like the halftime show buddy hey fantastic drake i on. gotta say something i mean i i gotta i enjoyed it man it brought me back to my early years I don't care who is hating on it, but when you got California love starting off with the next episode and everybody hating on 50 cent, this is just a PSA for the fat shaming. He's just a guy who was really buff, who got a little bit older. And like all of us, it's hard to maintain a perfect bod. And so I actually didn't think he looked that fat. He just looked like swole, you know, and like, yeah, the tank top was a little tight, but, you know, it kind of got me insecure. So I'm uh, going to hit the Peloton hard enough.
0: I mean, I think Kevin's the only one that weighs lighter than than now, than when that song came out. I mean, at least on this podcast. That is correct. That is correct.
2: Pushing three
3: bills back in the day, son.
2: <laughs> hey, I'm pushing three uh, bills right now. Hey, baby. you know what?
3: So- going into the game, I thought I was going to be pulling for the Bengals because in a game like this, generally, you know, as the game kind of progresses, I feel myself pulling for one team or the other. But, man, end of the game, felt myself pulling for the Rams. Don't know what it was. Maybe it was Stafford. Maybe it was Cup. Maybe it was I need to get vengeance against Joe Burrow, just dominating the Tigers and A.J. Terrell back in the day. But, I don't know, Found myself
0: pulling for the Rams, so I was happy. The only real consistent feeling that I had leading up to the game, and I probably was pulling for the Bengals, but I wanted T. Higgins to have a big game. And so I really could care less who won, given the fact he had two touchdowns. But
2: yeah, I could have had three. I think big story here, you know, Sean McVay, homeboy's 36 years old, been to two Super Bowls, got one, is talking about retiring. I mean, what is this? He peaked 36. Good for him. Good for him.
3: 36, one year older than Colin, right? Brandon, are you 36? Nah, I'm 35.
2: Colin's 34. Daggum. Sean McVay just
3: doing it, son. February 21st, Sticky Bun Day. Sticky Buns.
2: Wasn't that your nickname back in high school, Kev?
3: Yeah. <laughs> honey Bun. On a hot
2: summer day in the locker room?
3: <laughs> hey, give me, give me a Honey Bun over a Sticky
2: Bun. What is a Sticky Bun? Aren't Can you the... describe it? Yeah, what is it?
3: I mean, I feel like it's like a cinnamon roll without the, the white icing on it. It's just like that clear glaze, right? Is that a Sticky Bun? Yeah. Maybe
2: Something some pe- like that.
3: Maybe some pecans on it.
2: No, I don't like pecans. We don't have a lot of birthdays
3: on February the 21st, but we got three pretty solid. First of all, we want to wish Lady Sansa, Sophie Turner. She turns 26. Happy birthday. Oh,
2: wow. The Jonas sister. That's right. Happy birthday.
3: Yep. Kelsey Grammer, Brant's boy, 67 years old yep. today.
1: Oh, I would have thought way older.
2: Wow. tall, salad and scrambled eggs.
3: And How last but that? not least... One of my all-time faves, Jennifer Love Hewitt, 43 years old today.
2: Wow. Does she make you feel young, Kevin?
3: Hey, I know what you did last summer. You
1: guys watched I know so what you
2: did last night.
1: She was healthy. <laughs> she was healthy back in the day.
3: Heartbreakers.
2: Can't Hardly and, uh, Wait, a classic film. Can't
3: Hardly Wait. Yes, I'm surprised that didn't come in on Colin's top five chick, chick-, chick flicks. Couldn't get it. Chick flicks. <laughs>
2: Hey, Kevin, what was your most obscure Super Bowl snack?
3: Chex Mix bold.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That was a bold move. Bold Uh, move. I thought you were going to say, like, Cooler Ranch Doritos. It really got weird. (laughs) I like it. I like
3: it. Hey, the best flavor of Chex Mix, by the way. All right. Hey, February 21st, 1948. Today in history, NASCAR was founded. How about that?
0: National Association uh, Stock Car Auto. Earnhardt. Racing. Anybody planning to watch the 500 on Sunday?
3: Maybe a minute. Coca-Cola? Not a, not a ton. Daytona? Yeah, that's right. I didn't Is start... Mark
2: Martin racing?
3: I wish. Golly, man. <laughs> I might watch.
2: Col- look at Colin's puzzled
3: look. <laughs> right
2: Colin's like, hold on. Strawberry wine, NASCAR. Like, NASCAR. Am I on the right show? It's like, What? I, I'm just already thinking
0: about the quality nap that's going to be had from about lap three to whatever, 200.
2: You know your sport is good when you can take the best naps during it and wake up for the suspense.
3: February 21st, staying on that NASCAR NASCAR train here. February 21st, 2016, Denny Hamlin wins the Daytona 500 over Martin Truex Jr. by one one-hundredth of a second. Do y'all remember that? Uh, Yeah. The Bass Pro goes down. The Bass Uh, Pro goes down. That's right. He was still
1: better than the FedEx 11.
3: Wearing that. Hey, guys, back in 1902, February the 21st, all the doctors out there, I know we got lots of MDs listening in, especially the two uh, that Christian likes on scrubs. The first brain (laughs) surgery was performed by Harvey Cushing in 1902. How about that? What about being the Guinea Mm. pig of the first brain surgery?
2: Did they name the disease after him? Cushing's?
3: I don't know, man. It's probably the technique of like opening up your skull. All right. We're going to make a Cushing incision here. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know.
2: Yeah, listen, shout out to Doogie Hauser, to Dr. Dr. John Dorian, Dr. Christopher Turk, all the doctors listening. Hey, I got something hilarious
3: for you. How about this? February 21st, 1979, girls basketball, girls high school basketball in Iowa. They play four quarters of scoreless basketball. Okay, at the end of regulation, zero to zero. Finally, we get a winner in the fourth overtime with one team winning four to two. 1979, February 21st, 1979.
2: Kevin, what was it like being in the
3: front row for that baby? Oh man. If I was in Iowa, that would have been just nonstop popcorn eating. Couldn't stop myself with the suspense.
2: (laughs) Kevin, you have a girl and Brant, You have a girl. Have you got, have you told them that there is women's sports yet? Or are you just going to let them find out later?
3: You know what? My daughter actually likes (laughs) basketball very much. I would say out of all the sports that she has tried so far, gymnastics. T-ball and basketball, basketball would be what she's probably best at so far. Oh yeah, soccer as well. Definitely not soccer.
1: If yeah, Rollins yeah. was playing in a basketball game, it was zero zero at halftime. She's Ubering home, and I'm leaving. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sitting through that.
2: Collins headed down to Colonial Life Sunday for the Cox and the Lady Vols. Female hoops fan, right? I will be in Colonial Life next Thursday. Little Morgan Wallen, you idiot. Yeah. I was about to buy a $300 ticket to that today, but then I thought, hmm, better not.
3: Hey, hey, here we go. This is is Collins Lane right here. 1951, February 21st, 1951, South Carolina House of Representatives urges Major League Baseball to reinstate Shoeless Joe Jackson.
0: How about that? That's a good little fact there.
3: Wow,
2: that's nice.
0: Absolutely should
3: be
2: in. Shoeless Joe, Babe Ruth.
3: I am staying on baseball the very first night game in an exhibition game. The very first night game in Major League Baseball was played in 1931, February 21st, 1931, between the Chicago White Sox and the New York Giants.
1: And Wrigley trailed them by, what, 70-some-odd years?
0: Something. (laughs)
1: Something (laughs)
3: Yeah, it was
0: like 89 or something. Oh, man. Well, get
2: all your baseball talk in because there ain't going to be any uh, this year, fellas. Hey, and, last uh, pitchers and catchers were know. supposed to report today. Don't even do it's that coming.
3: to me. I talked to the yes, rabbi sir. about that. He had no idea.
2: <laughs>
3: rabbi, I think get with it.
2: That's probably for the best. If you don't Mark, think about it, it won't happen.
3: Last but not least, today in history, this is an interesting quirky little thing, February 21st, 1983, I was one years old at the time. One year old, Donald huh. Davis, whoever that is not Donald Duck, but Donald Davis <laughs> runs a mile in six minutes and seven seconds backwards. Okay. This is just to let you know uh, that not a lot happened on February 21st in his- history, except <laughs> like some random stuff, but my man runs a mile backwards in six minutes and seven seconds. I mean, that's impressive.
2: That's incredible. I mean, I, I can't even run the first lap in that yeah. frontwards. Much okay. less backwards. I'd like to try it. Hey, today in history. Wow. Oh, what a good day. Thank you for that, Cove. Yeah, you're welcome.
3: Hot Takes Volume 5. <laughs> Christian's going to be bringing it first. I'll go I second. love it. We'll give Colin a little bit of time to prep. Brand will go third. Colin will go fourth. Hot Takes Volume 5. Here we go. Let's go.
2: Number five. All right, guys, we are here with Hot Takes, Volume 5. If you remember, we had three, and then we had a holiday hot take. So here we are with number five. I got to come in hot. I'm talking scorched earth, baby. We're going to hit some fire takes here tonight, and I hope that you guys hate me by the end of this episode. So here we go at number five, just to give you my criteria. You've heard it here before, but these are things that are unpopular opinions. They are hot takes, but they are ones that I believe are factual so coming in at number five i don't know if you guys know this big movie buff here we got a new batman movie coming up early march with robert pattinson everybody's favorite edward cullen from the twilight series well in that same vein i'm gonna hit you guys off the top with michael keaton is a better batman than christian bale now hear me out before you throw anything at your radio i believe that bale was a better bruce wayne but Keaton a better Batman. And so I'm going to hit that right off the top here guys. While the Dark Knight movies may have been better and Christopher Nolan is a genius, my take is that Michael Keaton is a better Batman than Christian Bale coming in at number 5.
1: Hmm, interesting. I mean, here my thoughts on that is the Dark Knight is so much of a better movie that I just can't I can't agree with that. I don't I see what you're saying about Bruce Wayne compared to, you know, versus Batman. I can't get along. I can't go
2: along. with That's that. why it's hot, baby. That's I mean, did hot. you know that Michael Keaton is actually reprising his Batman role in Batgirl, um, which is a new movie uh, coming out soon? So, I mean, the Batman universe is insane. I think we can all agree. Ben Affleck was the worst. If anyone even yeah. saw that, yeah. but Michael Keaton, man, there was something about Tim Burton in the eighties and just his suit Now, Christian Bale, again, a great Bruce Wayne, a great rich man. But as far as the Batman himself, I'm going with Michael Keaton, man. Just hitting you with it. Bam. There it is. I will say
1: just in that same realm, I'm worried that Pattinson is not going to be a good Batman.
2: Can I give you some hope? Okay. If you haven't seen the movie Tenet. Christopher Nolan film, very similar to Inception. It's on HBO Max right now. Go watch it. Robert Pattinson proves that he can act in a very big way in a Christopher Nolan film, even though this new Batman is not Christopher Nolan. It gives me hope that he's not going to let the Batman down. So just, I feel optimistic.
1: I don't mind. I'll check that out.
3: I don't mind the take at all. I, it does throw a little bit of a monkey wrench in there with your difference between the Batman and Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne, yeah. Sure. And Brad, I think just I, I agree with you. The fact that The Dark Knight is such a awesome movie that may be clouding my, my opinion on that. Yeah, I would agree with that. All hey, right, that's why we're here, fellas. Hey, hot takes number five tonight coming in. Yeah, just some unpopular opinions here. I think I've got five unpopular opinions. We'll see coming in at number five. We got Panda Express as hot garbage. One of the most popular chain fast food restaurants out there. I think they said they are Chinese American food guys. I don't know if you've had Panda express, they're building a new one. And easily the rice is bad. The chickens, bad, the beef's bad, the vegetables are bad. The noodles are bad. If I ever eat Panda express again, I'm in a tight spot with a lot of people that just want to go to Panda express Panda express is beloved by most Americans. Not this one. Panda express is hot garbage. Number
2: five. Well, Kevin, I was excited about a new restaurant coming to town, but not anymore. I don't think I've ever had it unless maybe in like a food court. Is that your experience or have you had it in an actual restaurant? Yeah, I've, I've, I've,
3: I've had it at a couple of restaurants. Actually, uh, a food court, Chinese restaurant is going to destroy Panda express in my opinion.
0: I actually had the, uh, Panda express for the first time in the Phoenix airport last uh may maybe and i was pleasantly surprised
1: bold move to have it at an airport
0: i had very (laughs) very limited options limited restrooms
3: plain rice and a bucket of (laughs) soggy orange
0: glazed
2: chicken Mm.
0: i don't do the orange glaze no sir that is that is a no-no too soggy for me (laughs) too soggy
2: coming from a dry nug himself Yeah. I like it, Kevin. That's a good pick, but that's, I mean, I'm a, I got to have good authentic Chinese. I went to lose Chinese bistro for Valentine's with the wife that is spot on Chinese food. So I'm with you there, man. Forget the Panda.
1: All right. I like it, Kevin. So coming in at number five for me, I think you're probably going to either hate or love this take. I I doubt there, there are many people right in the middle I'm taking it back to the movie genre that Christian started. Hoosiers is not a top three basketball movie. Ooh. Hmm. There there are at least three basketball movies better than Hoosiers, and Hoosiers is not even that great.
3: Ooh, that's hot, man, saying it's not that great. I mean, to – I know you're – all right, you love Blue Chips. Blue
1: Chips. Blue Chips is great. Glory Road. I, yes, I put Coach Carter Coach above Carter. it. I think Coach Carter's great. Um, Eric McLean, right there. Jump is <laughs> ahead of it.
3: All right, I agree with the take. Now
2: it's kind of like a strawberry wine take. I mean, when you got so many good ones, it's hard. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's it's a good. Is like, it even a top twenty-five? Man. I don't know. It, it it's a <laughs> movie that I <laughs> I be. don't I don't know that I have to see it again. I don't yeah, know I'm know not, I have not to
2: watching see it again. again. I'm not. Where really do know. you rank it with Space Jam Two? Would, slightly uh, above
1: anything with LeBron goes <laughs> directly to the bottom. So I've not seen space jam two, nor will I see that movie? Fair enough. I won't <laughs> allow my children to watch that. Movie. I like it, man. That's what I love right. about these. episodes. I watched
2: it in Mandarin. It was the only option
0: coming in at number five for me. This was something we talked about a little bit on a previous hot take that I, I kind of spoke of this at a, at a macro level, Someone uh on a text thread reinvigorated this debate earlier today, actually. And so I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna own it. It's been discussed here on the pod. Early Florida Georgia line is good music.
2: Early, late, mid range. I'll take it all, Colin. I'm not opposed to first two
0: albums, first two albums is good music. What's that song, baby?
3: You're a song. What's that song called? Baby You're a song. Song we you made me wanna roll my windows. Down. And cruise. Come on.
2: Yeah. That but the like, song with I, uh, Luke Bryan, right? He's like, this, this is how we
1: whoa, whoa. Yeah,
2: Colin, do you um you They're
1: like, good. what's your what's your top two songs right now? If you're if a new listener is saying, Hey, I want to check out Florida Georgia line, give me two songs. <laughs> Let me answer that at the, by the end of the pod. Okay. Sitting
2: here drinking beer, thanking God. Amen.
1: <laughs>
0: talking let about you, they're let me featured answer on the track. It. Let it's me a answer it by the end of the pod.
1: Okay. All
0: right.
3: I'll <laughs> well, out. That's
1: a, that's a horrible take. I mean, he said that the first two albums are good. Hey, if
3: Dina Carter is a top, is the answer is great. <laughs> if strawberry wines, top 25 country song of all time, <laughs> where does cruise rank? I mean, is it a top what one? What about the remix with Nelly?
2: Is that up there or is that you prefer the Ridge? I'm
0: going to, I'm going to give my two now. Here's to the good times and stay off the deep cuts. That's the one here's, that's like, why don't to the good you time. stay? I don't know what you're
1: saying. I don't think like. so. No, no, that's uh,
2: how
1: does theirs go, Carl? <laughs>
2: That was a cover, I think. Oh,
1: that's, that's, that's Reba Nettles. That's, that's Nettles. I don't think it's Reba Brunelles. Nettles. It ain't Reba Nettles. Reba Nettles. Sugar
3: Hey, you got that crispy mic going, Colin.
2: It must be the sweatshirt he's not wearing.
0: It's that soggy orange <laughs> chicken. I think it's Christian's beard. Is it? It could be. I don't be. think so.
2: Maybe. It's only when Colin talks, though. Why are that's you touching true. my that beard? True. No, I know. Colin's I thought it was shirt. my beard, too, it's but it's Colin's his shirt. it's his crisp uh, shirt from yeah. Men's Warehouse. He likes the way he looks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> Guaranteed. You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. <laughs> All right, fellas, All right, enough Colin, ragging. That's
1: that's a horrible.
2: <laughs> well, that's what we're here for, folks. Horrible, yeah. horrible takes. Number four. All right, guys, I don't know if you know what season it is, but I've been bombarded with the Girl Scout cookies in my face. I'm sure Kevin's pantry is full of them, but I'm going to go ahead and say it, fellas. This this might be an unpopular opinion. I hope it is. Thin mints are trash. Ooh, mm. I think people love the thin mints. And Kevin, I know you're a big like peppermint shake guy. So you like mint with chocolate. Growing up, it's the only cookie that my parents would bring into the house, and I I didn't know there were others. And so as an adult, as a man of 35 years who gets to make his own decisions, the only ones that make it into my house are the peanut butter patties. So to me, Thin Mints, never going to eat another one. Throw them in the freezer. Throw them in the trash because that's where Thin Mints belong.
1: That's more of a hot take that you only bring home the patties. Those are the the
0: chocolate-covered ones, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, those right. are the best. Those there's are the at least best.
1: four better than those. No, no, there's
0: not. There's absolutely not. Yeah. The what are you, a
1: lemonade delice? guy? The, t- the lemonade, the caramel, the the thin <laughs> mints.
3: I just like the classic shortbread. Hey, shortbread my favorite.
1: Peanut butter patty. There's no doubt. Shut it. up.
3: Get they out. Got a new, they got a new brownie cookie, but it's crunchy. You know, you, want a, a you want a soft brownie.
1: Christian right there. A little two for one hot take. There we go. That's, That's right. right. Bram <laughs>
3: pulls it out of
1: people. Yeah, hey, I, you know, I like the thin mint. You know, put them in the fridge. um They're good. They're solid. Right, but I'm a in, mint guy. So
2: put them in the car when they get Christian, hot. I don't you care. like other mint good. things? I only like the classic, like, peppermint hard candy but i do yeah, okay. not like chocolate mixed with it okay. but what i will say is my experience with girl scout cookies was only thin mints i mean that was literally all my parents yeah. would ever get yeah so i was forced to indulge i mean i realized i hate it in that. Yeah, oh absolutely Pavlov,
1: you chose to walk away from the thin mint
2: <laughs> i had to somebody yeah, had I like to that. I like i'm that. a man i'm 40 <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes you are <laughs> All right. Coming in at number four. Literally. Look, I ain't, I ain't trying to judge anybody's parenting here. I'm not trying to holy roll. Anybody's parenting here. Look, you do you, you do your thing. Seriously. When you get kids, man, I mean, it's just a whole new level of what you think, you know, versus what you actually know, what you do to survive in the moment. Okay. So hear me out on that. But listen, Every single morning, I am out at the car line opening doors for kindergartners and first grade and second grade. And, man, it never fails. These kids that are, I'm assuming, are within a close distance from home to school, a little short ride, man, they always holding phones or tablets or something like that. I'm like, golly, put it up just for a moment. This kind of goes back to, I guess, Hot Takes Volume 3, Okay, I think that was like episode 31 when I was like, hey, kids don't need cell phones. I think that was a hot take. I forget. But anyways, put it up. Let the kids get bored a little bit. Talk to your kid. Listen to some music. I don't know. Whatever it is, put them up for a little bit. I think it would be a good thing. Hot take number four right there.
2: Wow. No screen time for you. I like it. Yeah,
1: I like it. I mean, the... The thing about a lot of people just come in, sit down in the restaurant, and it's like just what they do. They grab the phone. They put it in front of the kid. It's, right. it's annoying. Just it's annoying. To... I do say that it's, it is a necessary tool in
2: some. It's a good distraction tool.
1: Yeah, I think that sometimes it's a necessary tool. Like if you're at a funeral with a three-year-old, like you may have to give them a phone.
2: Yeah. That's right.
1: But it's not, it can't be like an every meal thing.
2: That's right. Yeah, I'm with. Oh you. yeah, yeah. Speaking of necessary tools, Colin, what do you think about
1: that?
3: All Colin wants is for the
2: three
0: year old to buy the, buy his own ticket. <laughs> I do. I mean, I thought about bringing something back like that tonight, but
2: Colin, if you see a kid at the Morgan Wallen concert, which you very might well in Columbia, what will you do? Like, what if he's sitting by you? I will. I will play Brandt, Georgia Tech, 2014,
0: and check for his ticket and enforce <laughs> ticketing guidelines.
1: Oh, man.
2: You could change rules and guidelines across America. I like that.
3: And then Colin will give a little cheers to him. They'll, they'll be, both be holding their Coca-Cola Classic. Cheers it real quick.
2: <laughs> Wearing their whiskey glasses.
3: Hey, boy, you like your song? I Pepsi
0: do. over Coke, Little free, little free hot take there. I wow! I like that freebie on ice on ice. I like that. Styrofoam cup, styro yes. all the way. Yeah, baby. Yeah. All right, number four for me. Again, this was uh, something that got you know got me a little riled up earlier today. I don't understand why great uniforms in sports feel the need to change, and what irked me today specifically was a leak of Clemson baseball's, one of their new batting helmets they're apparently going to wear. Like, why would you touch arguably one of the top five greatest uniforms in college baseball? And so I, I just don't understand why there's this this need. And I think Christians even, me and him have even gone back and forth about this with Clemson football. <laughs> like, why change something that that is such a classic? I
2: just don't oh, know. Uh... I All saw right. your Twitter comment to Clemson baseball. And Absolutely, I was like, I knew it, but I was like, why, Colin? You, I, I like this. This is cool, but I get where you're coming from. You're purist at heart. So
3: the hot take is, don't touch good-looking classic uniforms. Yes, just a lot for the of people want of to take
0: something different. Okay,
2: yeah. So like that's you,
0: the key.
3: Do you mind
0: providing? You know what this particular instance is? Yeah, like I'm. I'm. I don't know if you can
2: see it. That looks beautiful it looks like it's candy coated or something (laughs) i can eat it
0: what they had worked great it was fantastic isn't that just optional why change it
2: what's the The difference difference, changing it the orange purple mix up you prefer the solid
0: color you basically flipped them no you just you just flipped that you flipped it right yeah purple top orange bill
2: got it
3: with something like that (laughs) i don't think i get too bent out of shape but it would be if all of a sudden you wanted to throw some Cincinnati Bengal type stripes on Clemson's football uniforms. That's the kind of stuff that I want to stay. What away if they the
2: went back Navy blue, though, Kevin, would you allow it? Uh, I wouldn't like Those it. Are dark days I wouldn't like it. man. It's <laughs> true. With the crazy little like thing on the collar, you know, I mean, little... <laughs> hey,
3: let's let's be honest, though. The Navy blue does look better on shirts and things like that. Yeah. Or is that a hot take? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't so want it. Purple, I don't, guy. I don't. I don't want it on the the uniforms though. No way.
1: I mean, that's not a good take, Kevin. That is a that's a bad take that you like anything navy. I don't mind
3: it. I, I mean, like that's it.
1: being that's like if you were a Michigan fan and you were just randomly like, I like orange on my Michigan stuff. Like, it's hey, not, like,
2: go, go Army, beat Navy.
1: Um. So here's number four. They're in no particular order. So I'm just kind of going with how I feel right here. So here here's a here's my number four take. I don't know how hot this is. I think that maybe some would say that the house side of this take is is up in the air. But this November, Republicans will win back both the Senate and the House. That's the take. They will win back both. I think that the the Senate is a definite switch and the house is kind of a coin flip, but I think it happens. I think I, I just think it's gonna happen. I think it's gonna be a red tsunami that's coming. That's just lying in wait, ready to roll. And that's well, I, mean, I like it.
3: I mean I don't even know if that's really hot. I mean do people I don't
1: think it is. I mean I, I think the I think the more, part of it that's a little hot is the is the
2: house. Depends you know, on who's listening.
0: I mean it's obvious based on dropping mask mandates and requirements that everybody sees it
2: yeah. well here's what i'll say because you know brent this is good because all the people you know that were voting you know obviously other than in this state uh you know our california listeners our china listeners our non-voters they would you know disagree with you so it's a hot take maybe maybe possibly,
3: possibly. <laughs> hey california new jersey hey listen they like the power five podcast yeah
2: they do hey michigan
3: michigan
2: keep listening a uh, michigan a
0: i don't know sorry keep listening I know, uh kevin's not going to say anything to offend our chinese listeners but
2: i did earlier cool. i think i said something about yeah, space jam Hard. and mandarin yes <laughs> that was my all right guys number three All right, guys, coming in at number three, I'm going to really hit home with this one, listeners, and maybe some people down in Duval County. I'm going to say it, guys, and I don't know if this is fact or fiction here, but I'm going to say that Sir Trevor Lawrence peaked his freshman year at Clemson. Now, hear me out. Hear me out. Of course, you can say, well, yeah, I mean, it was an undefeated season and, you know, won the national championship, blew out Alabama, and, you know, there's nowhere to go but down. And then statistically his sophomore year, you could say, you know, maybe he was starting to get better and maybe that LSU team was just that much better. But I'm going to be honest with you, because this is my take. I was actually ready for him to leave after his sophomore year, because I felt like he did everything he possibly could do. And if there was ever a person who needs to just move on, it was him. And, you know, maybe I'm a little biased. I actually don't think without the hair that he had the it factor. And this is where people are going to start hating me. I think Deshaun had it. I actually think Taj Boyd had it more while he didn't have the numbers and the trophies to match. There's something about it. And I don't know if it's just his personality or the terrible subway commercial. And, you know, I hope the poor fellow does well, you know, with a new coach and number one pick and all that. But for me personally, I'm just going to say it. That is my take that Trevor Lawrence peaked his freshman year. I didn't see the killer instinct after that, and maybe that's just the person he is. I just don't see it, and I think if he got a haircut, it would be over. I need to
0: chime in on this for a moment, and
2: <laughs> say what you want, buddy. Full
0: transparency, like I feel like I've had a little bit of that same conversation at at one point, but there was With kind yourself? of a hot there was a hot Twitter debate on this over the last week, popular. Clemson Twitter guy made the same statement in essence um, and some good points that, that I think were pointed out, you know, Deshaun played in in way more single uh, possession games than Trevor did. Is it Trevor's fault that he blew everybody out and, you know, he didn't really have as, played as half much a game. of an opportunity to yeah. prove that. No, like I, and you look, I mean, the dude lost what, how many games, uh, did he ever lose a regular season game in high school or college? I don't think he did. You know, and so I I don't think you can say didn't you look at the Ohio State semifinal game where he rallied, I just I I understand the point. What's the
2: last game taste in your mouth? That Ohio State game. I feel like it was just I mean, were they that much better? I didn't even see it. I think to Collins I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I
1: I think to Collins' point, Deshaun was put in way more positions to be a special, get you out of a jam, go get a touchdown when necessary.
2: What about and Taj Trevor Boyd, though? Wasn't. Don't you think he still has an it factor that for the Clemson family? Again, well, I, I mean, think it was so the, the – the, What is the
1: take? I mean, I yeah, I, I guess he
2: – The take is, is that he peaked, he peaked his freshman year, which maybe is just a fact statistically, but that maybe I'm adding extra there when I say that because of Deshaun and Taj, I feel like to me they hold a special place – that maybe Trevor doesn't. The championship. I, I think does. Trevor's
1: going to be a fifteen-year top-tier quarterback in the league.
2: Have you seen the Subway commercial?
1: That is pretty bad.
2: I mean, he just he doesn't have. It. Granted, who am I comparing him to? I mean, I don't see any Deshaun Watson commercials unless it's like you know, call nine 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 double all double all. Well, <laughs> I think. The part
1: of your take, the part of your take that I agree with is that Deshaun has more. He's got an it factor that is very rare. Like he's he's a very rare quarterback. I can't believe you put Taj in that mix. though.
2: he started something he didn't finish. But what? Well, let me just say this: this could be a take on its own. If Trevor Lawrence cut his hair, would he be the same? Think he's about. it. He's, a, he's not going to be the he same. Would, would be he popular be
1: popular nationally?
2: Look, the hot the take did something.
1: The hot cake is, is he not is the peak. popular because of his look. The hot take it's is true. not that he
3: peaked. It, the hot take is that it had, that he had no it factor. I That is hot. That is hot <laughs> that you said that arguably the best college football player in his time did not have an it factor.
2: He was just a head of lettuce, a nice piece I mean, of odd.
3: Listen, <laughs> how much confidence did you have in Trevor Lawrence when he came out on that field? Like all the confidence in the world. That is an it factor. Not the last two years. Hey, that's hot, though, man. That's why I'm here, baby.
2: I'm here all night. Spicy. Spicy. All
3: right, here we go. Number three for me, this is going to be hot amongst this crowd, I definitely think. All right, guys. Adidas and Under Armour gear is better than Nike. Okay. So, here's what I mean by this. I think Nike (laughs) stuff looks better. I've got much more Nike stuff more nike gear obviously clemson is a nike school okay the thing that makes nike not as good as these other two brands now and colin do you have any adidas or under armor gear before you chime in
0: i have a couple under armor pullovers
3: okay here's the thing nike has way too many fits okay their standard fit is not standard Okay, their standard fit could be skinny standard. It could be athletic standard. It could be women's standard. It could be I'm a fat guy standard. (laughs) You never know what you're going to get, all right? And I have several pairs of Nike pants, like golf pants, golf shorts, khaki shorts. You never know what that that 36 is not going to be an identical 36 every single time. It's just up in the air. It's not a um a consistent fit and you know what i should never ever ever have to hang dry a dry fit t-shirt but if you don't want that bad boy to draw up then that's what you got to do with the nike t <laughs> i've never had to do that with an underarm yeah. or adidas but the stinking nike t like unwashed the first time you wear it primo i mean it's top-notch stuff but after that man it just goes downhill i've got several pairs of adidas shorts under armor shorts polos whatever all that sort of stuff less than nike but i've got enough to to say i like their stuff better i'm not going to say that on the shoe standpoint i've never owned a pair of under armor shoes i i do like the adidas shoes that i've had in the past but i tend to still lean nike on that that's my hot take number three i like the take
2: kevin because shoe wise, Adidas Ultra Boost stand the test of against any other brand. Like, I don't even know if Nike, I don't even know if you would count an Air Max as like an equivalent to that. But I mean, people pay $180, $200 for a pair of Ultra Boost and they're really comfortable shoes. I don't know that you go running in them it's kind of the same way with schools that have Adidas like Adidas gets more creative. And that, that may be why some people don't like them. Nike kind of sticks to the classics, but I agree with you when you talk gear, I think Nike's gear has gotten a little cheap over the years, like especially like teams type stuff, or like you said, with the dry fit, the stuff is a lot smaller. I mean, granted, I've probably gotten a lot fatter, but you haven't. So I don't, I don't really know why that has happened over time, but I like the take. I think it's hot. I
1: definitely think inconsistent fit is a Nike thing for sure. I mean, I think
0: it's all across the board, though.
1: Well, I mean,
0: I, I just had to order some, some work pullovers, and Under Armour had a, a special going, and they're like a size off. I mean, it's like some some storm type line that they've got, and, and it's like a size off. I
2: mean, Under Armour, I think, tends to be a little bigger looser like you're going to wear shoulder pads under it you know Nike is a little bit more like blast your nips you know a little tighter <laughs> assuming you're not wearing a t-shirt you know
3: hey I feel like people are extremely brand loyal I would say up until recently I was pretty brand loyal to Nike but I don't know just like Adidas and Under Armour Better. you know what me. I am
2: Kevin I'm hashtag brand loyal put that on Twitter I can say
1: this: I would not like Clemson to ever change from Nike. I agree, I agree with that. I agree. Adidas or Under Armour, that would be a- uniforms.
3: Uniforms is not even close. Nike, much, much better uniforms. Was that DJ Khalid or something? All I do is win, win, win. <laughs> That's
2: right.
1: <laughs> All right. So we're on. Uh, we're on number three, right?
2: Yes. We're still there. All
1: right. Here, I think maybe Christian you had this take early uh, in a hot takes episode it really came up for me again on a recent episode and I'm just going to say it so it's on the record the Beatles are overrated and they're not very good
2: (laughs) wow Mark Mark Webb is pissed um,
1: Mark I'm sorry (laughs) Blackbird is their best song you know I'm I'm not saying that they weren't decent like they have they're I'm just looking at their songs like Blackbird is a good song they've got a few other decent songs but people revere them as one of the greatest bands of all time I think that's overstated so coming in number three the Beatles are overrated
2: I like it I like that it came back because it shows that like they're gonna come up Whenever this is the fifth rendition of this, Yeah. the Beatles should have made the holiday hot takes because they probably played some like simply having a wonderful Christmas time. That's a Beatles song that should yeah. be a bottom five.
1: So, so you had this take right that they're overrated?
2: I believe I did. I just said they're just okay. I think that was like yeah, our first okay. episode. Yeah, exactly. So this is good. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's unpack so, so that. Coming in you know, TV, I agree with you.
3: Yeah, I think they're overrated. Like, like if it if they were just considered a decent band, then I think that would be a proper rating. But everybody is just in absolute love with the Beatles. So, yeah, I do feel like they are overrated. So, although we agree, I think most people would say that that's a hot take because people do love them so much. Yeah.
1: Throw Led Zeppelin and the Rolling Stones in. I think all three of those bands are overrated.
3: Okay. Rolling Stones, I agree with. Zeppelin man, if, they were well, I don't know, they're not as like stairway they're not to heaven. If
1: you take popular. stairway to heaven out, then then really well, what are we talking about? They're
2: not <laughs> Kevin liked right? the immigrant song. I would say if Walmart makes a band t shirt out of you, you're probably overrated.
3: Uh, hey, Journey's on there. Journey's got a Walmart t shirt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do they? Hey, Jason penney hey, has got a foo
3: fighter, got a foo fighter t shirt. I got
2: my wife a Foo Fighter t-shirt for Valentine's Day. That's right.
0: Hey, I like to take Beatles overrated. All right, coming in at number three for me, in full transparency, there is a chance I've mentioned this on the list. (laughs) There's going to be a question about the timing of this, but I'll get to it. Summer is overrated. It it simply is, is too hot. There's not enough going on from the period of July 4th to Labor Day. And you might ask, like, it's February, the whatever we're recording on. Why is this a hot take now? And the reason for that is it is possible to walk outside at times, although we've had a reasonably mild winter, it's possible to walk outside at times in February and think, oh, my God, I would do anything for July. But I would I would say the opposite. I want you to go outside, and when you have that thought, think about how miserable the last week in July and the first week in August is. And you'll, for me, it it brings the point that summer's overrated.
2: When you look down at your swamp, butt, I want you to remember what Colin just said, that these were the best of times and the worst of times. What I like about that, Colin, is when you were a kid, didn't you think of summer as like May, June? When you look at the calendar, summer doesn't start till late June. And then what you just mentioned, the after July and into August before September, my God, the dog days of summer, nasty. You're just waiting for college football to come to cool you down. Maybe on an evening. I'm with you, man. I hear you. If you don't live on the lake or on the coast, I mean, it's pretty miserable.
1: I mean, how can the third best season be overrated though?
2: (laughs) How many are there?
1: Summer, like spring and fall, automatically <laughs> fall in. And, Asking and summer, for a friend, like summer. So you can't replicate the things you can do in the summer, though. But I agree. Maybe it gets a little. August is just probably the worst month,
2: right? Oh yeah, yeah. Is I mean, August
1: this... or January, the worst month of the
2: year. Well, January has more exciting things. You got oh, but, New yeah, Year's, Gen- yeah, college yeah, football yeah, playoffs. Yeah. But it can be miserable at times.
1: Is August the worst month
2: of the year?
3: I don't know. I mean, you, it's an you armpit know, it's, month. it's still vacation season. You get to go swimming. I mean, you got the lake season. depends through. on the school
2: district. They started back early. Yeah. yeah. I guess it could be February, too.
3: <laughs> I hate all months and seasons. So I don't do you know. know. <laughs> I love summer. It's the, it's definitely not the best, best season by any imagination. It's a hot take, but. It is. That's a
2: piping hot take because of the temperature.
3: Colin would disagree with that if he was, you know, back in his teenage years, 15, 16, 17 years old, with the windows rolled down with four other dudes in the car singing strawberry wine. He would disagree with that.
1: I'm sure it's all that exact scenario happened multiple times. Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) I'll allow it. Number two. All right, guys, coming in at number two, I'm going to stay on the gridiron here, sort of. And I'm going to make an unpopular opinion as my number two hot take. And I'm going to say this as somebody that because of what we do down south, I probably attend more of this event than the other event, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. College basketball games are a more enjoyable live event than college football games. Now, let me say why, okay? And maybe this is like me getting old or not wanting to be hot or cold. I don't know. But this is what I will say is, as somebody who's been a season ticket holder of IPTA for well over a decade now, I can't tell you the last time I sat in Death Valley for more than a half. And as somebody who attends at least five basketball games a year, despite how well they play, I actually enjoy the fact that it's two hours for a basketball game, concessions, bathrooms. Everything's a lot easier. Parking's a lot easier. If I want to watch a really good college football game, I would rather do it on a big screen at my house or somewhere else. So for me, I don't know if it's just the length of games or maybe this past season's got me a little bit downtrodden. But I'm just, I just came to this conclusion the other night, and I think it's a hot take. College basketball games are a more enjoyable live event than college football games, and I'm going to shut up. Listen, I've
0: flirted with a, a hot take around the fan experience for an NFL game compared to a college football game. And when you factor in the – especially the in-stadium – experience of a dedicated seat and the pace at which an NFL game moves they're really not close
2: you're saying that NFL is faster and a better experience than college right yes I I would say that too I would say you know obviously we're all Clemson fans here as somebody who just went to a Duke Clemson basketball game and I've been to four other games this season have tickets for another one win or lose the experience itself, you're there isn't a bad seat. I've sat at the very top. I've sat in the lower section. It's just like like you said, it's it's faster pace. You're out of there in two hours. Again, I love sitting at home watching a four-plus-hour game. I don't mind it. But I, I don't really enjoy being on bleachers with a bunch of people watching a game in really hot or really cold temperatures. And I maybe it's just that we've gotten, I don't know, used to the experience that that kind of stuff doesn't do it for me like it used to i would much rather see the game on a beautiful 4k screen somewhere so anyway i don't know that's just for me the live event
3: i think that's just you getting a little bit older too because as as you get older man it just feels i mean i got i agree with a lot of what you said and i haven't been to a college basketball game in a long time but you make some good arguments, you know, as to why you feel like the fan experience is, is better and more enjoyable.
1: Yeah. I like the argument of it's a two hour game and a three hour total time commitment, right? Like football is,
2: is a, day. It's, it's a, weekend. Weekend. a whole day. it's a weekend day. <laughs> yeah. like it's a weekend. It's a weekend so. Yeah.
1: Kevin warned us about this like 20 years ago. Yeah, I did. Like, it's harder and harder to yeah. justify spending, you know, literally A bunch of 10 money. plus hours and money. I mean, the the, the hours is just I mean, it's insane.
2: We're getting old, people. We're getting
3: old. Good take. Good take. All right, here we go. Coming in at number two, guys. I feel like this is bowling hot. Maybe it's not but I feel like it's boiling hot. Here we go. Smoked meats. Hot. smoked meats are overrated. Okay. I like smoked meats. Hear me out. I like them. Okay. They're good. I like having smoked barbecue, smoked ribs, smoked turkey, smoked chicken, whatever you want to smoke salmon. Listen, I'm in, I'm not going to not eat it, but I feel like people just obsess over smoked meats, right? I mean, you, you're spending all this money on Different things to cook your smoked meats, and obviously the big green egg, and all these other smokers, and all these specialty wood chips, and all that. And when people tell me that I'm getting man, I'm gonna be smoking some meat or whatever, you just think, Man, this is gonna be absolutely unbelievable. And then you taste it, and you're like, All right, well, that's good, you know, but honestly, it's not as good as you know, a good fried turkey or fried, um, like you know, it's just the flavor. I don't want to burp up a bunch of smoke, you know, for the remainder of the night, maybe that's just a personal problem. I don't know, but there we go. Hot take number two, smoked meats are overrated.
2: Listen, unless I'm going to Arby's or walking out of steadies, I don't want anything smoked. And
3: why in the world do we have smoked deli meat? Have you seen this like boars head smoked turkey? I mean, what the heck is that? Because smoked it's a
2: fad, man. Everybody smoked. likes smoked.
3: Yeah. We got smoked There's cheese Jesus, Yes. Yeah, I don't cheese.
2: like smoked wings. Yeah. Like people are like, hey, this place is great. They have smoked wings. I won't mention any names. Local Q, but I'm not a fan.
3: Yeah, I don't care if you if you use cherry wood. Whatever. Okay. It's still going it tastes like smoke.
2: Yeah. You know, kind of like that guy from Full House. Is it made out of wood?
1: <laughs> it's a relatively hot take there, Kevin. I like it, though. All right. All right. Coming in at number two for me, with us just having the having had the Super Bowl, I really enjoyed this year's halftime show, but here's the take, all right? Start the Super Bowl a little bit earlier and give me a full concert at the end of the game. <laughs> like, let me, let's talk football at halftime. Let's not rush – You've got like five in this in this past Super Bowl. You literally have five icons. Just give me a full concert after the game. Like, give them time. Like, go ahead and go somewhere else. Have your have your stage set up and ready to go. Like, don't don't make it weird. Like, we have to rush this huge stage in production in. Give me some stats. Give me a traditional halftime. Start it an hour and a half earlier, and then give me a full concert at the end.
2: Hey, I think kicker Evan McPherson would agree with you.
1: Yeah, that's the take. That's the take.
0: <laughs> that's a unique take. I unique. Mean, yeah, Lowe's dead friend. That's take.
2: I like it. It's piping not, hot. I'm
0: not going to hate it. All right, coming in at number two for me. I feel like I'm going to upset Kevin with this, <laughs> and it and it teeters on a pet peeve, but I'm I'm going with a hot take. Men shouldn't wear flip flops with pants caught up Kevin
3: <laughs> I don't wear flip-flops with pants anymore actually so he the got basket. rid of the pants I don't I don't even remember the last time I did that
2: that was his Abercrombie I days. Don't,
3: I don't hate it if people are doing it but I agree with you it doesn't look good
2: Colin
1: I mean it should be illegal yeah it does not work.
2: I think Jesus was the last guy that could get away with the sandal look let's be hey, honest hey it, listen
1: maybe
3: Denim denim shirts, man. That's where it's at. That
1: would have been a miracle.
2: <laughs> I that about it. Nice. A
3: right, dude shouldn't wear flip-flops with pants.
2: He just wrote that down as a note, a reminder for tomorrow okay. when he gets dressed. All
3: right, don't wear flip-flops <laughs> like to God. work. <laughs> Got it. Is Kevin, this like personal
2: things? Can you confirm <laughs> for the
1: pod that you've never worn uh, jeans with flip-flops and a denim shirt together can uh, you I say for a fact that you've never yes,
3: done that 100% look, looking at you all three of you in the eyes there we go all right hadn't done that
2: won't do that I'll allow it good take Colin number one all right guys short and sweet gonna offend some soccer moms everywhere I'm gonna say it guys this might be my p- most piping hot take Walmart is better than Target And let me tell you why, because I've learned this. It's taken me about 15 years to learn that Target is overpriced junk pretending to be classier. Their prices are higher. I used to love it when they had electronics, but let's be real. Electronics no longer matter. Everything's digital. There's no need to go there. Even your basic essentials and toiletries. Let's be honest, Target, you've underachieved. Walmart is true to who they are. Always a low price, even if they're dinged. Target, your fake news.
1: At least this could not disagree more. Yeah, I disagree. That's hot. Walmart pickup is great, but every time I have to go into a Walmart, I leave a little bit more concerned about our collective futures. Man. You haven't been to the there. one on Pelham Road. Target is a pleasant <laughs> experience. It, it literally is a pleasure to shop it.
3: They at least have enough cashiers <laughs> to check you out at Target. Right. Have you been late? Hey, that's hot, man.
1: That is all right. Hey, on the floor.
3: While we're while we're on soccer moms, let's get to my number one here. Okay. And it's just this. It, with Valentine's just taking place, this hot take comes comes from that. Okay. The over-the-top moms have to calm it down. Okay. Here's what I mean by that. I swear Valentine's was like halloween junior for my kids they bring home all this candy right they bring home all this candy bags of valentine's candy from school and you know where it started it it comes from the same type of person that decided oh man you know what it would be great to give all of these children a present for coming to my kid's birthday. There was a mom somewhere that started the party favor fad, okay? Same thing for Valentine's. Guys, do y'all remember in elementary school, all we had was little cards that we would give to everybody, right? Maybe it was... Uh, i don't know power rangers or mickey mouse or whatever did y'all give out the, the just the old oh yeah old i remember cards right no not anymore son there was a mom somewhere down the line that decided you know what i'm just going to stick a bag of MMs ms with this card that would be nice i bet all the kids would be excited well, what do you know now everybody does that including my wife and they just come home with all this candy <laughs> Listen, the over-the-top moms have got to calm down. We don't need anything. Look, Colin got your favorite candy. I, I took this from my kid's stash. Look at this, a little box of conversation hearts, buddy. Did you know that the flavors are winter green, candy. banana, <laughs> orange, lemon, cherry, and grape Wintergreen, banana, orange. I did
0: not.
1: Did not know that.
3: All right. Hot take Number one. I like
2: it, Kevin. I like it.
1: Yep. All right, coming to number one for me, um, I think this take will be – well, it won't be well-received by Kevin, I know that, um, but I think it's true. It gets truer every time I experience both restaurants, but Moe's is better than Chipotle. Mm. Moe's is better than Chipotle all the way around. (laughs) Um, The chips are better. They're also free. They've got multiple sauces that are good. The queso is good enough. All the other ingredients with Moe's is just a better value, better taste. It's like Chipotle may be trying a little too hard to be um, natural where they're, they're taking away from the flavor and the experience a little bit. So like, give me Moe's over Chipotle.
2: I like it, Brand. I think Chipotle, you made a good point there. They try so hard to be true to brand that one time they ran out of carnitas nationwide. And unfortunately we're running short on time here, but
3: I just feel like every component of Chipotle is a little bit better with the exception of queso. Everything else, in my opinion, is better at Chipotle. It just feels like it's fresher. It's good. I don't know. Hey, to each his own, but that was the take that got us into hot takes volume five because I do feel like that's a, a pretty bowling hot take. He I was taking people it hot have jumped there. On
1: their side. People have jumped on their sides, I think. I'm just, yeah. I'm just,
2: I'm with, I'm with Brant. We're going to enjoy that, those free chips unlimited. Yeah. I'll, I'll, awesome I'll gladly
3: favorite. pay the $2 or whatever it
2: is. It's $14.95. For hot, yes. For, for hard chips. <laughs> all, <laughs>
0: all. all right. Coming in Fair at count. number one for me, I'm going to keep it short and sweet since we're nearly out of time. Sticking with the restaurants. Eating alone is underrated. And maybe that's the, the independent part of me but i don't mind eating in a restaurant alone it's underrated
2: i enjoy it i put in my airpods it's a good time
0: 100 dude
3: 100%. i'm with you man but
2: i do think people that was a take recently that somebody might argue is depressing so i like i'm glad there. you you stood boldly with it i like that
3: yeah. i think that's a guy take and i yeah. think women on the other hand don't like that right yeah. i think men definitely enjoy that little quiet time where just you're just hanging out by yourself chilling i like eating apps hey that was fun man i feel like we had some good hot takes there looking forward to hot takes volume 87 whenever we get there <laughs> you know, we got, got 82 to go next week episode 58 guys that's going to be wild don't quite know what we're ranking yet but looking forward to it nonetheless february the 28th last day of the month february man we're getting on out of here getting into march pretty quickly thank you for listening we certainly appreciate it continue to share us out download give us a nice five-star review that'd be cool and
2: uh, until then say good night